can smartwatches improve your health and keep you out of the hospital? Welcome to the Access Health Radio Show. I'm Dr. Brian Forrest, and this week we'll be talking about the usefulness of smartwatches and devices that can monitor your health on Access Health Radio. Dr. Forrest is a board-certified family physician from Apex. I'm Mike Davis, and boy, am I going to get an education on this show, and I'm sure that you will as well. Dr. Forrest, we'd like to take just a moment to acknowledge the companies that support Access Health Radio. Yeah, this week we'd like to uh, give thanks to We Care Pharmacy and Apex for supporting the show. They offer truly great customer service, uh, lowest price matching, and they even do free local delivery. You can check them out at WeCareOfApex.com or you can call them at 919-629-6010. And, uh, you know, it's easy to prescribe to them as it is to anywhere else. So just tell your medical provider to electronically send your prescriptions to We Care Pharmacy uh, and no longer you'll have to worry about standing in long lines to wait for your prescriptions. You know, Dr. Forrest is really good about answering questions. I mean, that's what this show is all about. Dr. Forrest, if folks do want to submit a question to you or find out more about Access Healthcare in Apex, how can they get in touch with you? Uh, if they want to just ask us a question and possibly have it answered on one of our mailbag shows, they can send that to accesshealthradio at gmail.com. Again, that's accesshealthradio at gmail.com. And after the show, if they miss the show or part of it or they have a family member that wants to tune in later, uh, they can get an on-demand podcast anytime at WPTF.com. And we also upload to Apple Podcast about an hour after the show. Uh, and if they'd like information about our medical practice in Apex, North Carolina, uh, they can go to acchealth.com. That's A-C-C-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. Or give us a call there at 919-363-0190. Again, that's 919-363-0190. And they would actually get a live person if they call that number. Uh, they would get uh, Miss Whitney, uh, and she would be glad to provide them any information about the practice or help schedule them if they wanted to be a new patient. Yeah, Whitney is great. Dr. Forrest, you know, a few years ago, uh, we had we as a society it seems had gotten out of the habit of wearing a, a wristwatch because everybody had a phone phones right. had you know they've got your your clock right there they've got your calendar and everything and then all of a sudden it started to change and wristwatches became a thing again because of smart watches and that's what you want to talk about today because a lot of people use these smart watches or another device to provide information on their activity their heart rate and and some and, and so uh, some of these have health benefits tell us about that uh yes mike there's there really are a lot of devices now you can uh, you can get a wearable ring uh, you can get smart watches. There's even these Bluetooth straps that go around your chest and just Velcro around. Um, and all of these devices that you can wear basically 24 hours a day uh, provide a variety of real-time health measures. And today we're going to cover some of the key uh, capabilities. Uh, we're going to talk about using them for emergency alerts and notifications. Uh, we're going to talk about using them for heart problems. And then also breathing and sleep abnormalities. 
Um, and we'll also talk about how you can use them to monitor activity and exercise. Dr. Forrest, I'm sure everybody remembers this famous or infamous commercial from several years ago about an elderly lady uh, who had this device uh, that she wore around her neck and she would press it and say, I've fallen and I can't get up. Now, <laughs> that's right. Uh, smartwatches, uh, they, they've taken that to a whole new level, haven't they? Yeah, they really have. I, you know, I remember that, you know, I've fallen and can't get up commercial really well. And, and honestly, at the time, those were really valuable devices. And we, we used to even recommend those for some patients, especially elderly patients that lived alone. Um, however, with the newer smartwatches, uh, they can do a lot more than call for help. They can automatically detect when you fall. Uh, they can notify family members. They can call 911 and even show your exact location by GPS. Um, and what that means is, let's say you fall, but when you fall, you hit your head and you're unconscious. Uh, what will happen is the newer watches actually realize you've fallen and they will automatically call 911. They will automatically send your exact GPS location to, to the dispatch. And if you set it up ahead of time, they will email or call on the phone uh, other family members and notify them as well. You can also even set that up to notify um, your doctor or send a message to your doctor. Um, and the other real advantage over the old system where you just press the button that was around your neck um, is that those systems did require a pretty steep monthly subscription plan, mm -hmm. um, whereas the smartwatches can just be included on your cell phone plan. Um, and really, there's only one downside, and that's that, you know, there can be false alarms. So with everything being automated, mm -hmm. um, the sensors, the sensors work by detecting sudden G-forces. And there's been examples where people on roller coasters, amusement park rides, or even doing things like martial arts have accidentally triggered the emergency alert because uh, the watch thought they had fallen uh, because of the abrupt change in G-forces. Now, uh, what they don't automatically do that. They give you a few seconds. So you've got a few seconds, and the watch will literally ask you, have you fallen? Are you in trouble? Do you need help? And if you haven't fallen and it's just a false alarm, Basically, you just, you know, hit a button on your phone and it cancels that. Um, but if for some reason, say you've been in a car wreck or whatever's happened and you can't respond, uh, it will automatically go ahead and call help for you. Um, so I think it's actually a lot better um, than the old one where you actually had to trigger the button um, and then you had to be able, you know, the only thing it basically could do was call a monitoring service or a number. Um, you know, with this type monitoring, number one, it's less expensive. And you've got a lot more features with your technology besides the fact you can just call for help. Um, but I think they do a really, really good job of that. And I have had uh, a few false alarms myself mm -hmm. um, and, and turned that off all except one time. And one time it was my phone and my phone was in my back pocket and I accidentally had sat on the switch mm -hmm. that triggers an emergency alert. <laughs> And because it was in my pocket and I was in a loud place, I didn't hear it ask me if I was okay. And it actually did call the local police. Oh, wow. Um, who then called back on the phone and called, actually called my wife's phone because she was an emergency contact and asked her if I was okay. So uh, it really does work. And I think it's, it's going to save some lives. 
Well, I tell you, this new technology reminds me of another old commercial that said, we've come a long way, baby. Boy, haven't we? It's time now for the Access Health Tip of the Week. Well, while smartwatches cannot yet do complete 12-lead EKGs, they are really good at detecting high heart rates and atrial fibrillation. And for people with a history of what we call tachycardia, or people who are at risk for atrial fibrillation, which often has no recognizable symptoms, a smartwatch really could be a lifesaver. Uh, and there are entry-level watches now that provide that function that are reasonably affordable. Straight ahead, we're going to be talking more with Dr. Forrest about smartwatches and other portable devices and how they can improve your health or maybe even prevent a trip to the ER. We're talking about smartwatches and how they can help you stay healthy this week on Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. I'm Mike Davis. Dr. Forrest, you mentioned in the tip of the week just a few moments ago about using smartwatches to monitor your heart. Uh, Talk to me a little bit about those capabilities and what what it can actually do. Well, some of the smartwatches can actually do an on-demand EKG. Um, literally you just hold still for a few seconds and normally you have to touch part of your watch with one hand and you can actually see a real-time EKG of your heart right on your watch. And although most people don't know how to read an EKG, uh, there's software built into the watches that can detect for you abnormal rhythms like atrial fibrillation. Uh, My watch even notifies me if my heart rate seems too high based on how much I'm moving. So I've gotten messages like, uh, your heart rate appears to be high considering that it looks like you are sitting still. Um, So, you know, if you got a notification of atrial fibrillation, um, you should see a doctor. And if you had ongoing messages about your heart rate being too high, especially if you're at rest, you'd also want to get that checked out. Um, And and Mike, this really can be a lifesaver and actually prevent strokes and heart attacks because You know, atrial fibrillation that's undetected um, definitely leads to strokes. Um, And the same thing, if you've got tachycardia uh, that's not detected, and sometimes people's heart rate can be going really, really fast and them really not not know it. I've had patients show up at the office and not have any symptoms at all, and their heart rate would be, you know, 130, 140. Wow. And the problem with that is even if you don't have symptoms – that's kind of like running a marathon continuously. And uh, some patients' hearts just, you know, they can't maintain that for several days. So, um, you know, it really can be a lifesaver knowing this kind of thing is going on. And most of the features now work even for people that are not tech savvy, because I know we're going to have listeners that say, well, I'd love to get one of those for my mom or dad or my grandmother, mm-hmm. but, you know, they're not real tech savvy and I'm not sure they would know how to make it work. Right. Well, the beauty of it is it can all be set up in the background and it's totally automatic so that they really don't have to know how to do anything. The watch is just sort of always monitoring uh, their heart rate uh, and things in the background and will just provide an alert uh, if there's a problem. Boy, that's a great, great point. Now, you mentioned about breathing. You said that you can even detect some lung and sleep problems with these wearable devices. Tell me about that. Uh, Yes, some of the smartwatches now allow you to check your pulse ox or blood oxygen level, and they can also detect how fast you are breathing um, and even give you an idea of your sleep quality. They can tell you, you know, how much REM sleep you get, how much deep sleep you get, um, you know, what the noise levels are like when you sleep. 
Um, and for people that have lung problems and occasionally need oxygen, you know, knowing their oxygen level and treating it when it gets below 88% is really important. Um, also, if you normally have an oxygen level in the mid 90s or higher, and then let's say you develop a fever and a cough and a lower oxygen level, that could mean that you actually have pneumonia. Um, and so now, um, you know, we're not at a place where the watch is going to come up on the screen and say, hey, you have pneumonia, but it may give you information that you could provide to your healthcare provider or even send to your healthcare provider. You know, you can send it through your phone. Usually these watches are connected to phones and you can send that health data to your doctor. Um, and if your doctor, if I was somebody's doctor and they sent me something and it showed that their oxygen level was down, they were breathing faster, they had a fever and they had a cough and, and all those things were going on, I would be really concerned about pneumonia. So I would probably have them come in. Um, so yeah, it can even detect problems with your oxygen. I won't say that I, that I would rely on the smartwatches to be quite as accurate as the normal pulse oximeters that they put on you in a clinical setting or like the hospital, but they're pretty close. They're close enough to be able to give you a really good idea, especially if it's lower than normal. Well, you bring up a really good point there. Uh, as it turns out, you are somebody's doctor, actually, you're mine. Uh, so let's say I've got one of these devices and it is sending you information. How do you actually use that? Well, you know, if a patient gets a notification from their smart device, I like them to write down what the message is and email it to me. Um, however, when they're in the office, I can also look at their watch or phone and I can actually see the data myself, which is very helpful. So, um, you know, patients can actually set up the watch to contact the doctor as one of those notification options. Um, and the same way that, you know, when somebody with diabetes comes in and we look at their glucose meters at visits to see what their blood sugar has been, now we can use those to smart devices to get more complete information about what goes on with those patients, you know, when they're not in the office. Because, you know, when we check vital signs on somebody in the office, we're only seeing a snapshot of their day, mm -hmm. and that's only a snapshot of their year. Um, if we can look at their watches or their ring or, or whatever smart device they're using, um, and get more data points, that's very, very useful to us as healthcare providers. That is fascinating. I hadn't thought about that. Dr. Forrest, uh, let's talk specifically about these devices themselves. Do you have recommendations for specific uh, devices or brands that you would recommend? Well, Mike, I like to stay out of the recommending specific you know, models or specific mm -hmm. technology, um, but I would generally say that Apple, Samsung, and Garmin are the watch brands that I would trust. I feel like, you know, they have reliable technology. Um, I also, I, you know, personally, I have an Apple watch, and that works fine for me. Um, but I do feel like that for people who are serious athletes, uh, folks that might do triathlons and those type events, Garmin tends to be a little better for those, you know, serious, like, long mileage athletes in terms of the data it provides. Um, and then when you look at the rings, um, they have rings that basically have these same sensors built in. I would probably at this point only recommend the Aura brand. Uh, the Aura brand has been around for a while and it's had some upgrades and it's waterproof and everything else. Um, and the, the best thing about the rings is um, a lot of people don't wear their smartwatch to bed because a lot of times they're charging their smartwatch overnight. Sure. Um, so the rings can be very comfortable to wear at night and might be better for monitoring your sleep 
and you know what's going on with you while you're in bed again especially if you're charging your watch uh, but just make sure that whichever brand you choose you want to make sure it's got the specific sensors and functions you want because features do vary quite a bit even between models uh, within the same brand uh, right now um, you know, there are most of the higher end or newer models will have most of these features. Um, but if you get last year's version or if you get the, the lowest entry level version on mm -hmm. some of these brands, it may have some of the functions. Most of them have heart rate, uh, but it may not have automatic, you know, uh, arrhythmia detection. It might not have something that can check your pulse oxygen and some of those more advanced features. Using smart devices for activity tracking and our Access Health Radio's Trivia of the Week. Those are straight ahead. We're talking smartwatches and how they can provide an awful lot of health information to you today here on Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician Dr. Brian Forrest. Time now, Dr. Forrest, for the Access Health Trivia of the Week. Well, the trivia topic is no surprise today, but would you believe that in, in the United States, about 45% of people are now using a smartwatch? Wow. It, it's predicted to be 225 million smartwatch users by the end of the year. Um, and when you look at the breakdown, men and women, it's 18% men, 25% women, and 92% of smartwatch users have reported that they use their smartwatches to maintain their health. And why not? It is right there on their wrist. Dr. Forrest, what about activity and exercise tracking? How does that work? Well, you know, that's what these devices have been used for the longest. People have, you know, been using pedometers to track steps for decades. Mm -hmm. um, and almost all of the smart devices now are really good at motivating people to track their exercise and activity. And generally, people do increase their exercise levels when they're using them. I know I personally have a compulsion to close my activity rings at the end of every day. And, you know, if it gets to be eight or nine o'clock at night and I haven't closed that exercise ring, I'll actually go out and walk until I've, I've met that goal and closed that ring. So, you know, if nothing else, I think they can be good motivators to help people move more. Yeah, I agree with that. So Dr. Forrest, what are some takeaway points you'd like uh, folks to remember about smartwatches and health? Well, first you can get a fairly capable device to monitor your heart and activity affordably from several different brands. Uh, second, for athletes, older people, or those with known risk factors for heart arrhythmias or lung problems, these watches can, and devices can actually provide information that can improve your health or even help keep you out of the hospital. And lastly, no smart device is a substitute for your doctor or healthcare professional they are still limited at this point, and they do occasionally give false alarms and imperfect readings at times. So you always want to check what you get, talk to your healthcare provider about it, and find out if it's something you need to worry about or not. Absolutely. Dr. Forrest, great topic. That's all the time we have for this week. Our scripture this week is from Proverbs 4.23. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Thanks for listening to the Access Health Radio Show, and we look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.